It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition. I am Wendy Kate Stancer, registered nurse, and I have been working with Nutritional Wellness, uh, Nutritional Weight and Wellness for over 12 years as a client, as a teacher, and as a nutritional counselor. I see clients in our North Oaks office and also in St. Paul. And I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us today because we have a sweet topic, (laughs) stopping sugar addiction. You know, do you find yourself spending a lot of time or energy telling yourself you're going to stop eating ice cream, but you just can't? Or like my client Chrissy, now I promise Chrissy, she came to see me yesterday and she has a very severe addiction to sugar. Uh-huh. And so she wanted me to use her name on this show and to tell people that she is working with me on this sugar addiction. She's taking the uh, 12-week weight loss class. Excellent. And still struggling. And that's what we're going to be talking about today is people that have a very hard time staying on a diet plan mm-hmm. or staying on. We don't diet, do we, Kate? No. Here I go just... talking to you before I introduce you. That's this is right. Kate Crosby. Kate, I welcome bet. to the show. Thank you, Wendy. Great to be on the show with you today. Isn't it great? We don't we, get this opportunity very often. No, not very often that's at all. Great. So, um, and that's because Dara is in Chicago, yes. uh, doing training and teaching, teaching people and about eating healthy. And tomorrow she's going to be um, on the on the TV. television, telling everybody about Sugar Addiction Awareness Day. So this is a Sugar Addiction. Weekend awareness. This is the, the preview, yeah. This is the preview. Well, what a treat but, to be on with you, Wendy, and no pun intended, of yeah. course. So, <laughs> so let's get back, though, to just talking about what these addictions are like. Not being able to stop eating ice cream. Yeah. Coming home from work, beginning a continuous grazing. This used to be me, Kate. Oh, yes. Uh, you'd eat crackers, and it was like, no, I don't. It was not I salty. Need I need cookies. Uh, no, 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 that really wasn't it. How about this candy? Uh, and you know, you just start eating everything in the house. Yep. Have you failed at many diets or eating plans, you know? And like I said, this is what Chrissy and I are working on now. Mm -hmm. And she assured me yesterday that she's going to hang with this. And we are going to uh, accomplish and lick this. Do you think you have a problem with food? Do you wish you could control your diet the way you control your job? Mm -hmm. Maybe not. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) so Kate... um, you, uh, I love working with you. Absolutely fun. And you've been working with Nutritional Weight and, weight and Wellness for a very long time also. Well, Isn't that I, true? Yes. In 1995, I went to see Dar. Oh, my. That's a long time ago. That is it? a long time ago. I know. I can't believe I <laughs> And you don't even look that old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. 
Well, our topic today, stopping sugar addiction, is so appropriate for this season, Halloween. I always think of Halloween as the beginning of so many sweet-filled holidays. You know, Kate, absolutely. It just amazed me when I first started seeing clients. I would have more people fall off at Halloween than Thanksgiving or the holidays. You know, you go and get your favorite bag of candy, of course. Your favorite bag. For the little Mm trick-or-treaters, you know, uh, Snickers or uh, those little Mars candy bar. And before you know it, the candy's all gone, and it's not even Halloween yet. You have to go back and get Get another another bag bag. for the trick-or-treaters. And you're the one that's eating. They look very innocent, don't they, those little bitty candy bars? Yeah, they're bite-sized. This is probably when you notice how much difficulty you have moderating that sugar or the processed foods. In fact, many of us really can't moderate it because we're addicted to them. So today we'll talk a little bit about what sugar addiction looks like, what to do about it, and of course, Wendy, the biochemistry behind it. You know, always the biochemistry behind it. You know, this is I, the key, though. You've got to understand that. It is. It is absolutely the key. And, and I don't know about you, Kate, when you came uh, in 1995. <laughs> but when I came in 2002, I think it was, 2001, 2002, um, it was like, it was so comforting for me for Dar to say, Wendy... It's not your fault. Absolutely. Yep. And that's the big lesson, the big thing that we want people to hear mm-hmm. today. If you have an addiction, and Chrissy, that goes for you too. You, it I'm is not, not your, your fault. fault. So what we want to really look at, you know, what is this sugar addiction? Because I've lived with sugar addiction since I was six years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do we mean by it? It means you can become addicted to sugar just like you can to cigarettes or alcohol. And this is being proven. It's being written up in medical journals now. You know, some of us can eat sugar and processed carbs like cereal or cookies without having cravings or desire for more. But some of us aren't so lucky. I'm one of the lucky ones. Unlucky ones. Unlucky ones. (laughs) Our bodies actually cry out for more. You you feel like you need to get some processed foods to take that edge off. Yeah, and I want to talk about that edge. Mm -hmm. That edge uh, lived with me all the time, and I didn't realize it Mm till I was actually able to work with Dar and get off my cravings. It was like that edge is always about in the back of your mind. It didn't matter what I was doing. Um, You know, I might get lost taking care of a patient um, here and there, but it was like, okay, when can I stop and get a Mm -hmm. sweet roll? Mm -hmm. When can I get a cookie? When can I this? When can I that? Or either like white knuckling it. Mm -hmm. I was either white knuckling it, trying not to eat sugar or thinking about how I was going to get my next fix. You know, I mean, it's that that's what we're talking about. Some of us go into a kind of withdrawal when we haven't eaten sugar in a while. Oh, yeah, that that, uh, irritability, Mm -hmm. uh, short temper, uh, even... And preoccupation with, where can I get the next one? That's right. So that addiction, wanting wanting more and more, even though you know it's not going to help you. Um, Yale University has acknowledged the addictive quality of foods. Um, And here are a few criteria that help determine if you are addicted to sugar. 
One, I find that when I start eating certain foods, I end up eating much more than I had planned. The next one, there have been times when I consumed certain foods so often or in such large quantities that I spent time dealing with negative feelings from overeating instead of working, spending time with my family or friends, or engaging in other important activities or recreational activities that I enjoy. So and often I have that's to, clients. Isn't that true? Mm-hmm. And we're going to save the other two for back from break. It's time okay. for break. So we need to take a break. But before we go, did you know that 75% of our national diet comes from processed foods? Is that shocking? Mm-hmm. That means that we are consuming 10 pounds of additives each year because all the sugar... Um, Besides all the sugar we are talking about, we are eating things like yellow dye number five, causing allergic reactions and triggers, hyperactivity in kids, and we are eating preservatives like sodium nitrates and nitrates, both substances which have been linked to cancer in kids and and adults Mm -hmm. who consume them. Have you noticed when you eat these foods that you want to eat sugar? These foods lead us into sugar addiction. When we come back from break, Kate and I will discuss some new ways to celebrate Halloween. We'll be right back with Dishing Up Nutrition. If you're like me, you try to eat right, but the definition of healthy eating seems like a moving target. Should I eat low-carb or low-fat? Do eggs and butter raise my cholesterol? Is coffee good after all? Don't rely on sound bites and infomercials for something as important as your health. You deserve recommendations based on biochemistry. Nutritional Weight and Wellness is offering My Talk 1071 listeners a complimentary e-newsletter that is chock full of nutrition information and tips. The Weight and Wellness Way newsletter provides sound information and practical strategies from a nutritionist's perspective. Learn a natural approach to healthy eating based on real whole foods you buy at the grocery store. All this and best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the complimentary Weight and Wellness Way e-newsletter, go to weightandwellness.com and enter your email address. Then watch your inbox every month for nutrition news and special offers that will help you look and feel your best. For information on other services at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, call 651-699-3438. Nutrition. Wendy Cates Dancer and I are talking about stopping sugar addiction today. And to complement the topic, we would like to share some ways to go sugar-free this Halloween. Yes, sugar-free. So we could do what? Not get addicted. Don't go and get those little bags of candy, right? No. Don't you know one one year I I love this. I went to um uh, one of the, I, I forget if, if it was like paper warehouse or something or like big that. Store. Yeah. And I got a great big bag of spider rings. Yeah. And I handed those out, Kate. Yeah. Pencils. One, pencils. One year I gave pencils. The kids loved those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk about Jill Escher from last weekend. Should I? Okay. Yes. So uh, Jill Escher, we were so excited to have her on the show last weekend, and she has a website called, and let's all go and click into that website this weekend, it's andsugaraddiction.com, andsugaraddiction.com, and it's all spelled out just like that, and E-N-D, sugaraddiction.com is all one word, and she... Has is doing research, 
Sugar is an addiction for many people, and she has dedicated October 30th, that's tomorrow, to Sugar Addiction Awareness Day. On her website, she has some wonderful ideas on how to be sugar-free at Halloween. Well, like Wendy said, spider rings, pencils, give out stickers, or maybe small containers of Play-Doh instead of candy. I know our dentist used to give our kids coupons for a pizza for all their candy. You'd bring oh, in your big pizza. Your, your that wouldn't work for you with it, Kate, with your bread. That would not no. be working for me. I would just get more addicted. So it may not be perfect, the pizza, but it's better than all the candy. That's very true. And especially if you have one of those sugar addictions, you do not. One of the worst things is to have a bag of candy in the house. So sometimes creating new traditions for holidays can be fun. We welcome your ideas. uh, Or if you have a question for us today about sugar addiction, give us a call at 651-641-1071. Now, before we went on break, we were describing symptoms of a sugar addiction. Yes. Exactly what it is. And these symptoms are actually documented by Yale Rudd University for uh, the food policy and obesity. That's where we got them. And uh, we want to look at the, uh, you know, a couple more. Yeah. So if over time you have found that you need to eat more and more to get sugar. that feeling <laughs> that you want, sugar, bread, pasta, chips, things that turn into sugar, Mm -hmm. Um, and you want to reduce negative emotions, and you're actually using food to increase pleasure and reduce those negative emotions. Mm -hmm. That is a key. This is what it looks like for a lot of people. They may not know that they're consciously doing this, Mm -hmm. but after a while, once you've pointed it out, like your client... Exactly. For sure, she'll become aware of exactly. this. Exactly. And again, this this has been proven through science, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Candace Pert, mm-hmm. um, Molecules of, of Emotion, emotion. Mm-hmm. she's done tons of research on these cell receptors. And what does she tell us, Kate? We Sugar is as you. addictive as, as heroin. shooting heroin. So again, if you're out there and you can't stay away from that sugar, we want you to know it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. Keep listening to the show, and we'll let you know what you can do about it. If I can stop eating sugar, and Kate can stop eating, eating bread, bread, anyone can. We're do not going to give up on anyone out there, are we? No, no. How about this one? Your behavior with respect to food and eating causes significant distress. Yep. Well, what would that look like? That would mm-hmm. look like me not being able to not think about Function. sugar. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it was always in the back of my mind, most of the time, even in the front of my mind, mm-hmm. even when I was talking to someone, mm-hmm. even when I was doing my job. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so these are signs of sugar addiction. Mm-hmm. Well, Wendy, let's explain a little bit about the uh, biochemistry behind sugar addiction. Because as you've said, most people with addictions feel like it's their fault. They usually feel like they're and you weak and I, You and I weren't an, any exception no, to that, No, we were, were we? part of that, too. But this is just how many clients talk when they're talking about their pop habit or maybe their cookie cravings. 
and you just can't stop with just one. Mm-hmm. That's the low you know, dopamine. We take mm-hmm. it personally. We blame ourselves. I mean, I know that I did that. Lack of self-esteem, lack of willpower, not self-disciplined. But we at Nutritional Weight and Wellness strongly disagree with that philosophy. Mm-hmm. It is not your fault. It is your biochemistry that needs a little tweaking. Mm-hmm. In some cases, more tweaking than others. Mm-hmm. But sugar addictions are like many addictions, a sign that your biochemistry needs rebalancing. It's really as simple as that. Sometimes it's difficult to execute, but it's really that simple. Let's look at a little research here. Research tells us that people with addictions have fewer dopamine receptors. Well, of course, that's that a includes, big word, dopamine. Yeah, that includes all of us with sugar addictions. Um, we have too few dopamine receptors. So dopamine, dopamine's that brain chemical, the neurotransmitter that's responsible for self-esteem, that makes you feel motivated, that makes you feel like getting up and doing something during the day, that helps you accomplish things. Exactly, exactly. And for those of you out there that, you know, these are very big words, dopamine, neurotransmitters. You know, what are these neurotransmitters? Well, they're like uh, the communication between cell phones, cell cell. cell, nerve cell to nerve cell, much much like, um, you know, what's between your cell phones Mm -hmm. as you're talking. Mm -hmm. It's like... um, that's what communicates from one cell to the other are these little neurotransmitters. And dopamine just happens to be the the one, like Kate said, responsible for your self-esteem, your get up and go, you're really wanting to move forward, forward. in the world. Yep. So, so a lot of times when you're low in that brain chemical dopamine, you become addicted very easily. This is key. And, you know, people that are low in dopamine and also the receptors that pick dopamine up often find themselves because they don't feel good. Right, Kate? Their self-esteem is low. They find themselves medicating. Yes. With sugar and things that turn into sugar. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So this is the biochemical setup for sugar addiction. Exactly. Wendy. Again, not your lack of willpower. No, it's a biochemical. Uh, there's a solution that's biochemically related. You know, Wendy, alcoholic families generally have a greater tendency to have these problems with sugar addiction because, as we've said, people who are, are addicted often have low dopamine, fewer dopamine receptors. Sugar fits the bill temporarily. It does. And it actually, you know, when our blood sugar is high, you know, we kind of get a rush, don't we? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I feel that. Mm-hmm. So uh, the setup for sugar addiction, again, not lack of willpower. That is at fault here. It is your unbalanced biochemistry. It's about having too little dopamine and too little dopamine receptors, just like Kate said. So an example, my client skips breakfast, but stops to pick up a bag of Twizzlers to start her day. She thinks she's weak-willed, but really, maybe it's her dopamine that's low. It's really not her fault. Or what about these guys, Kate, that you see at Super, Super America, America picking up a quart of Mountain Dew, or now they have a, a big 64-ounce, big 64-ounce, and you can Whatever fill you that thing that with thing. Mountain Dew, grab a couple of 
uh, king size Kit Kat candy bars, and off they go to work. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they have, and probably at night. Uh, guess where they are? Oh yeah. What do you think? The bar. Bar. <laughs> Again, time for break. Oh my! It's time for another break. So when we return, Kate and I will tell you about some classes coming up and talk about um, how much sugar our kids are actually eating. We'll be right back okay. with Dishing Up Nutrition. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Wendy and I are discussing stopping sugar addiction. We are on a mission, aren't we, Kate? You know, I want our listeners to know just how much sugar our kids are really eating these days. The American Heart Association has found that 84% of the teens consume a sugar-sweetened beverage Every day. 84%. So what does that mean? That means only 16% of our kids are not consuming a sweetened sugar beverage. So no energy drink for them, the 16%. But most of our kids, teens, are having pop, fruit juice. So this was research that was done in 1999 to 2004. But I suspect (laughs) they're consuming more today. About 70% of these beverages that the teens were having daily were consumed at home, though, Wendy. And 15% or so were consumed at school. And, you know, we know the sad truth is that schools make money off of these pop vending machines. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. But 70% are consumed at home. So Mm -hmm. if we can, you know, curb that, curb that, talk Mm -hmm. to the parents, um, you know, and even kids themselves. Mm-hmm. I have a little 11-year-old client that I've been working with him um, for uh, a couple, two, three years now. And he felt so good off of his pop yep. that he refused uh, to have his dad buy him anymore. His oh. dad wanted to buy it for him. He said, no, I, I don't want that. Oh. And so kids kids understand that they feel better. You know, let's give them the opportunity to feel better. To continue to feel better. Right. And so some more research by the American Heart Association. They found that kids between the ages of one and three Mm -mm. consumed about 12 teaspoons of added sugar. This is added sugar per day. Whoa. The American Heart Association uh, records that preschoolers eat no more than... Three teaspoons of sugar a day. That's that, what I mean, they that's recommend. Their recommend. That's I'm what sorry. they recommend. They recommend that preschoolers eat no more than three teaspoons a day. And how much did they say they were eating? Twelve? Twelve? Yeah. Too much. Too much. The same study found that kids between four and eight, 21 teaspoons of added sugar per day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the teens between the ages of 14 and 18... A whopping 34 teaspoons. Now, this is added sugar a day. Mm -hmm. Now, that may explain some of the obesity epidemic and the concern about our children's health in the future. Wouldn't you say, Kate? Absolutely. Well, maybe some of these families would like to learn about eating in balance to avoid diabetes. So let's talk about some classes we're offering. Avoiding the diabetic epidemic with real foods. This is a great class. That's a mouthful, isn't it? But blah, blah, it blah, blah, says blah. a lot. Yep. Right? Avoiding the diabetic epidemic with real foods. We've got a two-for-one deal going Love right those. now. 
So you and a friend can sign up for only $25. That is a steal. And let me just tell you when it's going to be taught. Wendy is going to be teaching this Monday, November 7th in North Oaks between 630 and 830. It's one of my favorite classes. It is a great class. Uh, on Wednesday, November 9th, it's being taught in Wyzetta, also between 6.30 and 8.30. And you you could also attend in Lakeville during the day on Tuesday, November 5th, between 12.30 and 2.30. And then, of course, again, it's being taught in St. Paul on Friday the 18th in the evening, 6.30 to 8.30. Oh, a Friday evening class. Wow. Now, go ahead. Go ahead. When we also this week, we're starting up our weight and wellness series. And another special deal bring yeah. a friend, you get $25 off. Isn't, Each of you do. Isn't that great? That's a deal. That's a real deal. But you're also, each of you will receive a $25 wellness buck coupon it, once you start the class. You can use those coupons towards supplements or classes or a consultation. To sign up, you can go to our website weightandwellness.com, or you can call the office at 651-699-3438 and sign up. Please Um, do sign up. I want to see everybody at class. There's another great class um, on Wednesday of this week in Wyzetta, Jumpstart Your Metabolism. Again, my favorite class. That's how I started. Is Working it? with DAR, Jumpstart Your Metabolism. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great And if one. you want to join our conversation about sugar addiction today, give us a call, 651-641-1071. And we actually have some callers waiting well, to talk to us, Kate. Okay. So why don't we take, take a caller? Kieran, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I just wanted to thank you guys. Um, I was one of those breakfast skippers, and now I eat a hard-boiled egg every morning, and I feel so much better. Oh, there you go. Um, Okay. But my question was about honey. Um, I'm not a real big sugar person, but I do like a little tablespoon of honey in my tea in the morning, and I'm wondering, um, I buy organic natural honey, but I'm wondering if that's not good for me either. Okay, well, great. I mean, thanks for your question. You know, uh, Kieran, uh, the thing is, is that um, honey is still sugar. Uh, it, it's definitely a natural sugar. It's not processed. It's certainly we look at honey much more favorably than high fructose corn syrup or, uh, you know, really the processed sugars than processed things. It is natural, has some good enzymes in it for us. But we do need to be careful about how much we drink uh, yeah, uh, or eat of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're drinking it in your tea. Uh, so what, what I would do is, you know, I would say, you know what, really, really enjoy your honey. I would probably do a little less than a teaspoon. You know, I'd probably do uh, a quarter to a half a teaspoon. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can just uh, uh, slowly decrease that. You know, like if you're used to a teaspoon, um, you know, do three quarters of a teaspoon next time. And then Mm -hmm. just down to uh, uh, a quarter, you know, a quarter of a teaspoon. Now, the other thing that you can do. Um, Karen, is let's, uh, when we look at, do you eat, do you drink your tea with breakfast? Yes. Great. So then I would add um, something else to that boiled egg. Me too. Are you just eating one? Yes. Okay. Well, if they're small or medium, you need about three mm-hmm. eggs. Uh, if they're large or extra large, uh, two nice big large eggs. Mm-hmm. And then if you would... Um, uh, you know, just fry them in butter, 
because we need some fat in there to balance your blood sugar. I have a dairy problem, though, so I don't really do much with butter. Okay, well, then get some coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, or even some olive oil, or if you enjoy your hard-boiled eggs, you know, add some um, uh, Hanes mayonnaise to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, and then if you can get some vegetables in there, that would be great too. Um, you know, maybe cutting up, sautéing some uh, spinach or some peppers um, or peppers and mushrooms. Uh, Making an omelet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're balancing that little bit of honey you put in your tea. And it's not going to affect you as much. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thank you so much for the question. Thank you. Okay, have a great day. You too. Bye. Okay, Kate, why don't we take another uh, Another caller. caller. All righty. Patty, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. Um, this is a little bit off topic. I realize I, I have a little bit of, not a little bit, I probably do have this. Uh, are you talking about sugar addiction? Sugar addiction. Yes. Whoop. Can't okay. hear you. What happened? <laughs> yes. Um, okay, there lost... you are. That's okay. We had a little bit of a, um, a hiccup there. Yes, I'm here. Okay, good. Um, it, it tends more to the bread and pasta, and it, it just seems like in life, uh, all my meals, I would, would uh, rather, you know, eat them than meat or something else but um my main question here is today a month from today i'm having a total knee replacement and i i know it's you know pretty darn late but i'm wondering what i can eat in the next month to you know come into the surgery oh, as great as great possible. great question and you know you have a whole month whoopee so right. um better than the day before right. uh, but one of the things that i would do patty is i would go to the website or i would go to our one of our offices okay and i would talk to whoever's behind the desk or also it's a great time to jump into a consultation wouldn't you say kate sure but we have a wonderful um uh, it's all in one. It's called Surgical Healing Formula. Okay, surgical. It's a supplement. And it's a little packet of all the vitamins and minerals that you need for your body to heal. Okay, and you would take that then after this? No, I would start taking it now. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I would add some... Um, does that have fish oil in it, Kate? I don't I think it does. Don't I think, think you so. need to add uh, just add some fish oil, but they okay. would be they would really help you. Okay. And then what you want to eat is real food. Okay. Get rid of the processed boxes, the bags of chips, the sugar. Okay. Um, get vegetables. Okay. And then the other thing your body's going to need to heal is fat, good quality fats, and we're talking butter, olive oil, coconut oil. Okay. And nuts and seeds, avocados. Okay. And then um, uh, protein. Protein is going to be really important for you, and that will also help you, hopefully, reduce some of this bread pasta craving. Right, and I think that's probably my problem. I'm allergic to soy, and I really, I, I don't much like meat. I eat a little bit of it. But, okay, so well, what start, protein start. Would you? Okay, you know what? We'll answer that question for you, Patty. If you just want to hang up, Listen. we'll address that when we get back. I'm getting this signal that it's okay. time for a break. All right. Thank, thank you, you so much. much for calling. I appreciate okay, it. Okay, thank you. Well, again, time for our last break. When we return, Kate will tell us how we Americans are spending our food dollars. Now, 
break. I'll have some information on how we spend our money, at least how we spend our money for food. The USDA, the Department of Agriculture, tells us that since 1962, we continue to spend more food, more money on food away from home. So currently, we spend about 45% of our food budget on food away from home. So what does that mean? That's the fast food restaurants, the Super America stops, the coffee mochas from Starbucks. And we often ask why. Is it convenience or is it cheaper? Well, Mark Bittman's article in the New York Times in September of this year tells us that the answer is certainly not because it's cheaper. Look at these numbers. You can serve a roasted chicken, real food, veggies, real food, along with a simple salad and a glass of milk for only $14. And you can feed six people this good meal for only $14. But at Mac, uh McDonald's, you could spend $28 for a family of four. Only four. Bittman also tells us that there are five fast food restaurants for every supermarket in the United States. Wow. And that's the adjusted for inflation price of fresh uh, produce. That has increased 30% in recent decades. So we pay more for our apples and our celery than we did a decade ago. And guess what now, we pay less for? Yeah, this is the interesting one. The price of soda and processed foods has decreased by as much as 30%. So it's no wonder that our teens have at least one bottle of that sugar-sweetened beverage a day. It's cheap. It is, isn't it? It's cheaper than buying a bottle of water. Why is that? I don't know. So <laughs> we need to devote just a little time to cooking or preparing our own foods to save money and most importantly, to become healthy. Wow. A double whammy. I can make two gains by cooking my own food, and I can get healthy, and I can save money. money. Sounds like a plan to me. Well, we have a caller on the line, and that is Norleen. Did I say that right, Norleen? Yes. Okay. Did you have a question for us? Um, I just had a question about artificial sweeteners like Splenda and also Truvia how that relates to sugar addiction. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, Splenda and aspartame and, uh, you know, Truvia, it does have stevia, but it also has some other additives uh, in it. But these sweeteners are uh, sometimes 100 times sweeter than sugar. And the latest research that has been done even by the Diabetic Association is showing that these sweeteners actually... Uh, cause cravings for diabetics okay Mm -hmm. it's like your body thinks that you're getting all this sugar so that your pancreas releases a bunch of insulin and then you have a low blood sugar and you need more sugar so it is really a very slippery slope to use any of those artificial sweeteners and they have lots of side effects Mm -hmm. uh also so so uh we like stevia just regular plain stevia Mm -hmm. it's an herb that's been used for thousands of years Mm -hmm. a little maple syrup Mm a little bit of honey tiny tiny. yep but so many of those artificial sweeteners actually gum up your dopamine and serotonin receptors so you're not getting the benefit of your neurotransmitters and that causes you to want more 
Okay. Like well, it. thanks for your call, Norlene. Thank you very much. Now, Kate, we forgot to do something. Well, um, Patty, we do you remember our call, call from, from Patty? last week? No, yes. no, not oh. from last week. Um, we were going to come back. Um, Patty was talking to us about her surgery. Yes, her knee surgery. Right, and mm-hmm. and we needed to go on break. Was there anything we didn't finish with that? Well, no, but I think we need to get to what are we going to do about this sugar addiction? What right. can we do? And so, and so, Patty. Uh, oh, I know, protein. She wanted sources for great protein, oh. which brings us right into, <laughs> it, which brings us right into uh, our neurotransmitters, right, Kate? Absolutely uh, necessary. So when we eat protein, when we eat good things, uh, Patty was eating uh, not a lot of meat, right? But Patty, maybe you'd be willing to have some fish. Mm-hmm. How about some tuna fish? Mm-hmm. How about some salmon? I'm sure uh, we have great recipes on online. our website online mm-hmm. for salmon. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a salmon salad. Of? Yeah. Um, and right off the bat, I think of for easy proteins for most people are eggs. Um, maybe a little full-fat, unsweetened yogurt with a or whey oh, protein Oh, yogurt is powder. a great protein mm-hmm. with some whey protein powder, yeah. Yes, but you do need to use or eat um, protein throughout the day regularly to allow your body to build or create those neurotransmitters, that dopamine, the serotonin, that yeah. is so necessary for uh, keep, keep, keeping the sugar addiction at bay. And, of course, we want real foods, right? Real foods. Sounds what does simple. that mean? Sounds yeah. simple. Yeah, but so many of us aren't really used to eating real foods. So what does this mean? When we need to address and correct the sugar addiction, that means shopping the perimeter of the grocery store. Exactly. Buying real vegetables, snap peas, green beans, red peppers. Yeah, and maybe Patty could make um, some soup. Yes. How about chili? Chicken. And put yes. a lot of uh, you know, either ground chicken or ground turkey or ground beef in there. Peppers. You know, great. Um, so soups is a great way to put uh, to get more meat, uh, Patty. Uh, and the other thing that we need with that meat is good fats. So we want to get real peanut butter. It actually is a real, mm-hmm. R-E-A-L, peanut butter, mm-hmm. real olive oil, real avocados. Num. Your favorite, Kate. My favorite. Or real whipping cream, another one. Or some grass-fed hamburger, some broccoli, apples. All of these things instead of hamburger helper or Kraft mac and cheese or ramen noodles, for instance. Full of things, uh, carbs that turn into sugar. But it's more important than that. You need to stop the sugar, stop the pop, stop the muffins, stop the ice cream, stop the brownies, stop the uh, the sweet rolls, stop yep. the cereal, stop the crackers. And you must stop the diet pop. We yes. had a caller last week who was asking about this. Yes, you need to stop the diet pop. Well, what we know is that diet pop is addictive. The artificial sweeteners set you up for addiction, and you need to stop the diet pop cold turkey. It just doesn't work to drink less. You really need to stop it altogether. It's kind of like telling an alcoholic, okay, now I just want you to have a half a glass of wine. Yeah, it doesn't work, does it? So stop the diet pop cold turkey. So when you drink diet pop, you consume aspartame, Splenda, or NutraSweet artificial sweeteners. These actually block, again, those dopamine receptors. You may feel good for a short time, but you will crave more and more pop since your receptors are blocked by all those artificial sweeteners. You know, Wendy, sometimes, though, 
I've had um, clients who have diet pop addictions that are so strong. And this is when we recommend a special supplement along with eating a balanced diet. We use something called Crave Control Plus. You can find that actually on our website, our website nutrifee.net. That's where all of our supplements are. Yeah, and I would really like people to uh, call our office to find yes. out how to use it because you really, it's not, you need, you you need to know how, mm-hmm. how to take that. But people have had great success with that, haven't they, Kim? Oh, my heavens. This is what we use to balance those brains chemicals. Right now I'm using it with a couple. Um, they are so happy and successful at stopping their diet pop intruders. In fact, Wendy, they've been on so many different diets, but this is the first time that they've ever been craving sweets while they switched their diet. Isn't that great? And what I hear when I hear what you guys are trying to do with everybody today is you're teaching your clients how to use expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.